Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. Welcome back to the Locked On Sound Podcast. Joining me, as always, today is my co-host, Hunter Trumbull. It is a great day to be here, Willie. Great day, and this is a special edition because we are talking about some football today. Yeah, it's not all about hunting. Sometimes we like to enjoy a little sports on the side, right? We have other lives outside of this. Uh, of course. it's Well, it's football and hunting. Football and hunting. That's about our two lives that's, right that's there. That's our lives right there. Uh, preseason AP Top 25 poll just came out on August 15th. Um, it's an interesting Top 25 AP poll. really doesn't mean a whole lot. Not a whole lot, but it is interesting to look at, especially preseason at. going into it. So I guess we'll run down <clears throat> the Top 25 here. We'll go from 25 to 1. And if you need any opinion, you stop me. Okay. We've got... Stop. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, BYU at 25. Houston at 24. Cincinnati at 23. Wake Forest at 22. Old Miss at 21. Uh, Kentucky at 20. Arkansas at 19. Wisconsin at 18. Pitt at 17. Miami at 16. Sparty at 15. USC at 14. NC State at 13, OSU at 12, Oregon at 11, Baylor at 10, Oklahoma at 9, Michigan at 8, Utah at 7, the Aggies at 6, Notre Dame at 5, Clemson at 4, Georgia at 3, <coughs> Ohio State at 2, Alabama at 1. All right, so that's your top 25. I'm going to go ahead and let you start your rant because I know you have some uh, very strong opinions about have, this 25 list. I have two teams that I disagree with. Well, there might be more than that, but two that I strongly disagree with. Um, and right off, right off the bat, actually, I lied to you. Three. <laughs> there we go. Uh, we're going to start with the number six with the Aggies. They were an 8-4 and four team last year. They did beat Alabama, but I know they lost to, I think, Mississippi State and Ole Miss. They did. Mississippi State for sure. I think you're right on Ole Miss for sure. Their big thing they have going for them this year is their strong recruiting class. They had a very strong recruiting class, but I feel like <clears throat> I don't know if you can base a Bad year, and then just throw them up there in sixth place? I mean, yes and no. Talent helps. I don't know if it jumps them all the way up to sixth place after being eight and four. That's for sure. I don't. I, I don't know if it helps tremendously. Um, I definitely would not have. I mean, if I had to put them somewhere, I guess I had to put them at. I would have put them at eight. I'd have been okay with it eight, but I feel like six is too high. I think Utah's a, I think Utah's a better team. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Maybe in the beginning of the season. Now, by the end of the season... Aggies might be better. But the beginning, I think Utah is better. That's fair. Um, Notre Dame at five, I disagree with. So where would you put Notre Dame? Because I'd put them at probably about the seven slot. Right I now. would put them at ten. <clears throat> okay, so we're not too far off. No, I'd put them at ten. Um, that seems to be a common trend for them, though, is they get rated fairly high at the beginning of the year. New new coach. New coach. Move coach to move away from Brian Kelly. He moves yep. to LSU. Who's not on the list, which actually on a preseason eight people I find surprising. Speaking of LSU, did you see that their uh, player, they had a player announced retirement today? I did not. Before season even started, I'm almost certain he was a backup QB for LSU, announced his retirement either yesterday or today, and legally gets to keep all of his NIL money from this year. So this kid that's really a, came in, ranked in a hundred, couple hundred thousand dollars in NIL deals. That's a whole other rant in itself. That, that is. That needs to get fixed. Uh, but Notre Dame, new coach, 
I automatically think if you're getting a new coach, you shouldn't be as high on the list because you're going to take a step back, at least in the beginning of the year. And we'll get to a match. We'll get to their matchup right there in week one. That I think they're gonna. It doesn't matter how high they're, they're ranked right now. They had to. Who do they got week one? They have Ohio State. They had to make Ohio State fans feel okay. good about themselves. So yeah, they got. They're gonna, they're going, they're gonna come out. They're going first to season. Ohio State. Oh yeah, that's gonna week, be a rough week game. Week one, they go to Ohio State. They're gonna get beat by thirty. <clears throat> yeah, I'd say so. On, on a good side, beat by thirty. And then it's just so that the AP poll can feel good about Ohio State. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Because last year they lost to Oregon, so they you know they have to they got to give them a this boost this true. year. Um, Oregon's my team. But again, they have, a, they have a new coach, and I don't know if I'd put them at 11. So, I mean, this is unbiased. A little unbiased. I would probably put them around 15. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty solid start. Because you know after, I'd say by week two, they're going to be about number 17. Uh, yeah. So Clemson at four. Who do they start home? Who does Oregon start their year with? Georgia. Oh, yeah. So they're going to drop pretty quickly so from that 13. Dan spot. Lanning, defensive coordinator for Georgia, moves to Oregon as head coach. Inherits uh, actually a super good defense. That's yeah. where most of their star Definitely power is Definitely strong at. defense. Offense, though, Bo Nix moves from Auburn over Ty Thompson. Um, I'm not sure who's going to – I think Bo Nix is going to take it again as the super senior. Probably. But – Experience helps. But I sure. don't think Bo Nix at Auburn ever beat Georgia. And no, I don't the, think so. That was in the SEC. So no, four years, I don't know if he's going to be able to move to Oregon in the Pac-12 and beat Georgia. So, and what, that's, a, what a story when he does, though. And it's and – it's, a, um, a mutual game where, you know, it's not home field advantage, but it's in Atlanta. It, it is in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think there's um, – it can. it's pretty much a Georgia home game. So Oregon and Notre Dame both start – they're starting higher than I think they will, but I think that was kind of on purpose because once they lose their first week, they're going to drop like a sack of potatoes. Clemson. Clemson. I don't know if you have a problem with Clemson. I have a little baby problem with Clemson. What's your problem with Clemson? I wonder I, if you got I, the same problem. I think not. four is a little high. Now they gave Georgia a run for their money last year, but that was opening weekend. Yeah. And they lose to NC State last year. Ulungulale, their quarterback. Yep. How are you saying? DJ Ulungulale, whatever the hell his name is. I don't think he's that great. I think he's so. Mid-average. So if you ask me, I think they got the top three teams correct. Yes. I bump Clemson to five, Texas A&M to four, and put Notre Dame at seven. And then Ooh, just bump take, it down from you there. You bump Texas A&M up. Okay. I do. And then I probably move Michigan up to seven instead, just behind. Uh, I like Michigan at eight. I do think they could. I could see them bumping up a spot I could maybe, see but not them, far. I could see them going up two maximum. Starting yeah, they're the definitely not like a top six. five team. I don't think so, but. To rank Notre Dame in the top five teams, this is true. I think Michigan's better than Notre Dame. This now is true. they don't play their rivalry game anymore. I wish they did, but that's true. I would say that Michigan's definitely. I th- I think they're better. Clemson, I have a little bit of an issue with. I still think they're definitely a top eight team. I just don't think they're top four right now. The only problem is is one, two, and three. I mean Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia. I really think it's an an Alabama Ohio State championship this year. Oh yeah, that's what it looks like. I, which it would, I mean, you're right. It would be no surprise. Exactly. Those two teams have, I feel like, have pulled away from the competition right now. We'll see how Georgia's defense does this year. They lost a lot of talent though. Um, USC. I want to ask about USC <clears throat> because everybody's on the hype train because Lincoln Riley came to town. This is true. They won. Ooh, I don't remember how many they won last year, but they. I don't did, remember their exact. Record. They did not go bowling. I can tell no, you. No, they did not. So. I don't know. So they're ranked at what's their number right now? They're at fourteen. They're at fourteen. I I'm gonna join the hype train a little bit and probably rank them 
I'd say 11 maybe. I wouldn't jump them top 10, I don't, I don't think, I just, just off Morgan Riley, I but def- I would probably put them at number 11 or 12. Their defense was absolute garbage last year. They added nothing to the defense, really. They added a bunch of the offense, but they're all people who have come out of the transfer portal out of other schools. This is true. So I don't know how well they're going to mesh. I don't know how they're going to work together. <clears throat> I just don't – I think that's way too high to start them off not knowing what the heck's going to happen with them. And you got a point there. It is all because of Lincoln Riley. It's all Lincoln Riley and he brought his quarterback. Yeah. So, I mean – that's what they're basing this off of. But, like, let's see Cincinnati, who went to the semifinals last year, down at 23. They lost Ritter. They lost, I was going to say, they lost a lot of talent. They lost a lot of talent. But you're automatically just assuming that they are going to be bad, and you're assuming that USC is going to be good when, in past, USC has shown nothing in the last five years of being any having any and talent. And this is true. And that's, that's part of the complaints about the AP poll, is it is a small group's opinion. Yeah. You know, and they haven't ever gotten it fully right, in my knowledge. Um, is there anybody there that you think is way too high? Anybody that I think is way too high? <sighs> Not anyone I have a huge problem with. I think there's a couple, you know, one or two position movings. Uh, Michigan State, I'd probably put at 18 or 19 instead of 15. I don't think they, at least going into the season, are a top 15 team. I think they lost their running back last year. <clears throat> who, who was the heart and soul of their team. Should have been the Heisman he trophy. 100% should have been the Heisman hot take. I, I think so. Um, and without him, they don't win that Michigan game. No, they don't. And without him, they don't win a lot of games. Uh, so, I mean, they did beat Pitt without him, but Pitt didn't have their quarterback. No. It was, so you can't really compare. So I don't think you can you know, compare A loss of quarterback, a loss of running back. So I don't think they – that would be the only team I have a major I think they, problem I with. I think they take a step back. Yeah, for sure. I'd put them probably top 22, but I wouldn't put them at 15 to but start what, the what's year. What's funny here is like – so they got Baylor at 10. Baylor was a really good team last year, had a really good defense. They strived off that defense. But it's Baylor. Yeah. I feel like they're going to start at 10, and by the time <clears> we hit week like six, they're going to be hovering in the 20 somewhere. And unfortunately, as a Notre Dame fan, you can say the same thing for them too. They always start the year at a fairly high ranking and fall as the year goes through. And you know what's surprising? I I figured because you know the AP poll loves them some a some uh, SEC teams, and they really love to try to make everybody that they like look good. Where's Texas? That's true. I figured I figured everybody's got Texas on the run this year. Where are they at? They're not in the top twenty-five. And week number two, September tenth, Alabama. Versus Texas. Where's that game at? I don't know. So that'll be a good game. So Bama Bama starts at home, right? Bama, I don't even know their week one schedule. It's probably against some bullcrap team. Yeah, some bullcrap team. Um, that'll be a game to watch for sure, though. Because if Texas comes out, not they don't have to win, obviously. But if they come out and at least give Bama a game. I think if they give Bama a game. They jump into the top 25 just like then that. Then they're, they're in good shape, though, because they've got... Now, obviously, the Big Twelve is it's it's pretty it's got pretty good teams. It's got if Texas can be back this year, they've got Oklahoma, Baylor, and Oklahoma State. I think all three of those teams are decent teams. <clears throat> I don't think they're all any of those three are championship teams. Probably not. No, but I do think they're quality opponents. Oklahoma might be close. New coach, I actually like their coach, Cam yeah, Clemson, defensive true. coordinator. Um. They lose some of that talent from the previous team, but if I'm going to be honest with you, I don't like Lincoln Riley. I feel like he just breeds freaking Hollywood 
crybabies. Yeah, this is fair. Um, so I like that team. I like that team to shoot up. And if Baylor takes the step back, like they think they will. Schedule, but yeah, I don't know their exact schedule either. So that would definitely be something I'd have to look at. I didn't, I didn't pull up schedules. That's for a later date. Um, I'm just going over their top 25 right now. But we are getting close to season, though. Yeah, we're, we're almost there. Two, two weeks out. Two weeks out. Two, the week before Saginaw Bay or Point Mouye, I think. Right? Not this weekend, but the following weekend there will be some games, and then that that's week zero. Yeah, and, and then the following week, weekend there will that's be, the official that will start. Be the official start. Right. So. No, it'll be two weeks before Point Me. Okay. So we'll go that weekend, then we'll have September 10th, and then the weekend of September 17th, we'll be at the show. Point Me, baby. And there will probably be a TV in our booth with games. I was going to say, I think we'll, be, we'll have to get a little monitor going and we'll live stream some games. Maybe we'll put a big TV for people. You, you buy a call, you can watch 10 minutes of the game. A little Xfinity Live behind <laughs> us will be happening. That'd um, be a good booth attraction right it there. It really would be, actually. Fuck, I don't know what games are happening that weekend. Hopefully nothing good. Hopefully nothing great, but we'll, we'll try to catch most of them in our booth. If you, if you see us stopping our conversation with you to watch something, it's probably because we're watching some college football games. It's watching games. college football and mind your P's and Q's. For $1 entry, <laughs> you can get a uh, score update for any game of your choice. Yeah. Um, hopefully the weather's good that weekend. I hope I so. Hopefully a little cooler than Saginaw Bay Show. So, uh, is that about it for the top 25? Is there anybody that you'd put in the top 25 that's not there? Um, not right off the bat. Um, you know, like I said, the only team I had a real problem with, other than moving one or two spots. So, I think that pretty much sums up our AP poll uh, summation there. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think that's a good start to the year. I'd say so. So before we wrap it up, though, I do want to ask you a quick question, just because there's been a lot of talk in college football lately, and I, I'd say this is probably one of my stronger opinions about college football. What do you think about them expanding some of the playoff games and looking into some new systems for how they're running college football playoffs? What do you think about the changes they're wanting to make, that they have made, and the issues with what they do now? Oh, man, that's a hard one. It um, is. Right now it's a four-team playoff. So let's start with that. What do you think about it being a four-team playoffs? I think it could get a little bigger. A little bigger. So what a do you want? A little bigger. What do you want? Because I know what I want. The max that I would go would be eight. That's the max. Okay. I think six is right there perfect. See, I want at least – I want an eight to ten. I want either eight or ten game or team. And the only playoffs. reason that I don't want it to grow out of control – is because I feel like it inevitably ends up shortening the season in some way, fashion, or form, and it makes other bowl games not important. Like, they're already not that important, but it really makes them not important at all. So you'd rather have bowl games that we have now than a couple extra playoff games? Because I'd rather have the playoff games, and that's one of my biggest issues with college football now, is that if you're not undefeated, you really have no chance to win the championship. I don't, because I think they can move it to eight. I would be fine with eight. Any more than eight, though, and I'm not. A, I don't like it that much because if I'm being honest, <clears throat> we saw it last year. We knew Cincinnati shouldn't be in the dang playoffs. No, they gave it to them. Uh huh. The difference between your top two to top three teams, and it's not basketball. That it's really hard to show up for four quarters and beat a team that's much better than you. It is. So I feel like if you move it past eight, the first couple games are just going to be. Why am I watching this? This is just devastating. Like we've in the, over the past couple of years, we've seen it in, in the top four teams. We've seen Notre Dame go up there and get obliterated by Alabama. That's true. Like, I mean, now four's won before. I think Ohio State was four when they won. Uh, yeah, four or three. 
I don't think. I don't were they three? I don't know if three's ever won. I think there were four. Okay. But don't quote me. Okay. But I'm quoting you. Yeah, you would too. But I just, um, I don't, I don't think that there's that. They're, they're that they're all that close. I don't think they're that close. If you, you'd have to be really lucky, and you have to have another team on, on an off week, really good. I just feel like if you put like twelve teams in there, the first two games are gonna just be freaking absolute devastation, and then you're gonna end up having one versus freaking three. Anyways. See, I think we have some different opinions about that because why you think the first two games are now irrelevant, I think okay by the end of the year, let's say Michigan has two losses. Well, now they're out of the equation basically. So yeah. why, why well, even care when your team plays, you so, know, eight and two team or something like that? So I'm up for eight because it would give each of the Power Five conferences their champion in. That would give them an automatic bid. That's true. So that's five slots, and then three There's are wild three card teams. Wild card slots. Okay. And a lot of people are going to petition that they want like Cincinnati from the American Conference, or they yeah. want the MAC, or they want the SWAC. Or, I, I don't think that those need to be in there. I think your Power 5 champions, unless they've lost like three games and somehow they managed to become the champion. But if you give your Power 5 champions a slot and then you have your three wild cards, it easily gives a team with two or three losses a chance to jump in there. It does, and that's what I, that's what I would want. It's well, a little that's what I'm saying. Of, I like yeah. eight. I like eight. I just don't like more than eight. Okay. And what's I being, can see your eight what's being proposed on the table right now is a 16 team. Six, okay. So that's, 16. Okay. I think 16 is too big. That's, that's big. I think that's, that's really just big. really big. I wouldn't go more than probably – I would be okay with up to a 12 at the absolute highest. Eight would be my max. If they did ten, I wouldn't be sad about. I, I wouldn't be sad. I wouldn't be too happy. But I'd right. be like, whatever. It's right in the middle. I think twelve for me just gets too big. Yeah, I don't like twelve. I like eight the most. If they would go eight, I'd like that. Gotcha. And the only reason that eight works for me or ten is that it gives your Power Five conference winners a spot, and then it gives you either three or five slots for other teams. Yeah, that'd be a in. good system. It's having a nice little wild card system. But and, and then it, it, it does create some drama because who's your best? Your best two right now, especially leading up these next couple of years. It's your SEC and Big in Big Ten. Yeah, especially since they're both adding. One's adding Oklahoma and Texas. The other one's adding USC and um, UCLA. Yeah, the the league changes or the conference changes are going to be a huge implicator in the next few years yeah, of our playoffs. Yeah. So, so. To, so to me, if there's eight or ten team playoff in your Power Five, let's say Ohio State wins the wins the championship, but Michigan, you know, or Michigan State is right on the back heel of them, and they lost, like, by a field goal in the Big Ten championship game, you know? Mm-hmm. Actually, they're, that, that wouldn't happen because they're on the same side. They're on the west side. But let's say, okay, Wisconsin's right on the back the back heels of yep. them. Or, you know, or Michigan didn't make it to it. Ohio State beat them to it because they went undefeated that year. But Michigan's only lost a game, or they've only lost two games. And they're right on the heels. This can be work for any team. I do like that they could get in on the back end. And then you're going to get some drama because then you get them to play again. And it's really hard to beat a good team twice. Yeah, it is. You'll, Extremely I hard. mean, because they if learn. If you're the underdog, hard. it's hard to do it twice. Yeah, they'll learn about you pretty quick. Mm-hmm. So I like eight. I would be okay with ten. I think anything more than ten, though, I think that's getting kind of lofty. I don't think it needs to be like the NFL. I just don't like – I like it right now because every game matters. And I know it sucks for some of the teams that – 
that lose on a random game or they're just See, not I just that think every good. game matters too much. Because with every game mattering, it means every player matters just a little bit more. One injury for one week means See, but you're that's screwed. What, that's what I love about that's the different. I don't want to make it NFL. That's where I'm going. I'm not saying expand it as much no, as NFL, I, but I, know, I would like I to know, see it where you could have a couple, a game or two bad, and that doesn't disqualify your entire. We season. already have NILs, which is more NFL esque, and actually, and I think here in the next five years they'll actually be. It's going to be weird. I was listening to a couple a couple people talk about it, and and they're under the belief, and I actually think it could happen too. They're going to be paid athletes under the colleges when they fix the NILs. I really think they're going to be paid a certain amount of salary, money, and they're going to be contracted to being athletes. Signing a college so player for if, two years, yeah, can't so transfer Exactly. Out. So there won't be no more transfers. And, and there's even been talks that they think that it'll be like the NFL and the fact that you can sign a player's contract and put a clause in there that you can trade it. So if Clemson has a defensive See, line, I can't see that ever happening. That would be insane. But I mean, because then at that point, are you? In, you'd have to impose some kind of salary cap on these colleges. I think. Oh that no, would no, get, no! There's, there's going to be a salary cap. See, I, I don't see that ever happening. Especially everything else except the trading. I can see it happening because you can't just trade, trade a college kid to another education facility. I don't feel like you can trade facility. a college kid to another facility because that just uproots them and moves them. I agree with the trading. People are talking about it, but there should be a salary cap. I think there will be a salary cap. They'll figure that out, and there is going to be a more better I don't know how to say it a better system a better system they do need to change the NIL system don't get me wrong there's going to be a better system for how they jump in the transfer portal yeah for sure there's going to be a penalty yeah because right now you can do whatever you want you can't like that LSU kid retiring quote unquote and still getting all his but I mean NIL like money. you literally week, week two you're not the starter instead of fighting for that job you can just jump jump hop, out hop on into the transfer portal and move somewhere else it's yep. like a free market of moving. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't like that. So they'll fix it. I'm sure they will fix it eventually because coaches are going to whine about it a lot. I bet you this is – after this season, I bet you see changes. I think you will. Because as a, as far as I know right now, your NIL deals are only good for one year, and then you have to – they're not signing four-year NIL deals. No, because they don't know how long they're going to be there. So my guess is after this year, they probably – early in 2023 – See, but I can see that being the thing. Ideas. Making them sign on for a certain amount of years. Yeah. Because sure. if they're like, if we're going to invest, some of these quarterbacks are making millions of dollars. At least a mil. Yeah. I mean, uh, <clears throat> quarterback for Alabama last year had made a million dollars, had never touched the field. Never touched the field. They never even Crazy. seen him snap a ball. So I just, I think there will be a cap. I think there also will be a lockup. So a good penalty would be your NILs held by the college until you graduate or until you decide to move on to the next level or leave college. And your penalty, if you leave that college and hop in the transfer portal, will be they're going to take a certain percentage 20% of your money. 20% of your NIL deal or something. That'd be a crazy situation right there. You're basically paying – see, I have mixed feelings about that too because then you're basically paying the school just to transfer out, which that school's the reason you have that money because it's because of them you're getting I that mean, NIL deal. Free, so I don't know. You're getting the free freaking education too though. That's true. I truly think they could have done it where it just has a salary cap on it on and the NIL deals themselves, like yes. you can only make fifty you can grand. Only off make NIL. fifty grand like a year, and that's it. And it's a cap. Like I don't see why you should be making NFL to caliber money at college. Like there's no reason for it. No, no reason at all. You can be paid for your image. It's and it's supposed to be paid for your image and likeness. And a lot of these people are just paying them to pay them. Right. They're not even using image and likeness for nothing. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, just to say, we have an NIL deal with Alabama's backup quarterback. That's or exactly. Third stringer. So. 
I don't I don't see the point in that at all. Alrighty, well I think that pretty much wraps up our AP slash NIL podcast for the day. Is there anything else you would like to add? No, there's nothing I'd like to add. That's uh, that's gonna do it for us. Well, we'll see you guys on some of our future football and sports and hunting related episodes.